Hello, everyone. Welcome back to We Love Lucy. I'm Allison Werma. I'm Corinne Eckhart. And I'm Molly Lyons. Welcome back to our guest, Sarah Effinger. Hi! We decided to have her back because, one, we enjoy spending time with her. But, two, we were like, let's see what happens on this second iteration of Lucy wanting new furniture. Just continuing the theme. Quite literally the exact same plot line yep. as the last episode Sarah was on. So we yeah. thought she would be our expert on but this, this particular time thing. But more domestic abuse. And I really <laughs> <appreciate> <laughs> you twist. Yeah. Well, that was like six months ago that she got an entire new furniture set. <laughs> so you know what? Ricky was ready to snap. <laughs> So was it's... she asking for it, Corinne? Is that what you're implying? No, no, no. I was well, just saying that. women, but. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just saying that I feel like it's a pattern that is going to be repeated. So Sarah can be our resident furniture expert. Yes. Yeah. So Sarah, since we saw you last, any have you watched anything good or what are you watching right now? The Mip. Oh yeah. And it's sort of like got some I Love Lucy vibe, except she's actively bad, which is fun. <laughs> she's trying to make everything better. But through the eyes of someone who's just inherently evil. Not evil. It's funny that you mentioned Caitlin Olsen. She's on It's Always Sunny in mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Yeah. I was just talking this week. I was talking to somebody about the podcast. They were asking me, what are your big takeaways as a podcast about the patterns and the writing of the show? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the sort of the formulas? Yeah. Lucy and always I- wants new furniture. <laughs> <laughs> right? Pattern. Furniture. What I came up with, the, the whole episode starts with Lucy wanting something or wanting to do something. And yeah. someone, usually her husband, pushing back and being like, no. And then she does it anyway. Hijinks ensue, and then it gets resolved with some big physical gag that right. gets built. Yeah. And he was like, so it's the same as It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Which I hadn't thought about, but that is a show that kind of follows the same That's trajectory of pushing back on going after what they want despite the... and building to a big thing at the end. The way that he phrased it, though, sounds like It's Always Sunny birthed I Love Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> this was someone who was like, my boss loves I Love Lucy. He's always telling us we need to watch. <laughs> So I was giving them a shorthand. So today we're going to talk about Lucy Wants New Furniture, which aired June 1st, 1953. And quick synopsis, Ricky insists that Lucy use her allowance to pay for new furniture she bought without his approval. So we open on the episode and we see little Ricky's bedroom. It doesn't seem bigger this time. It does. It doesn't seem as, as snug. Yeah. So is it that they had moved apartments? In the building. They'd moved okay, floors. Okay. They had to stay in the building because Ethel couldn't lose her proximity. Her only uh, friend. Of course. Also, it would make the show way more complicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if you had to cross the street to do hijinks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or, like, take the subway? Yeah, Too much work. The whole episode wouldn't have worked nope. if she wasn't in the same building as no that's true yeah we're next door like yeah Yeah. so first thing i notice is times have changed when it comes to babies because she puts little ricky on his tummy and puts a blanket over him she's just begging for disaster yeah Yeah. (laughs) because nowadays like no blankets no really and yeah Yeah. no blanket and put him on their back right they can suffocate you can do tummy time but it has to be supervised yeah Sarah supervises me when I do tummy yeah. time. <laughs> Other friends are fun, you know? Little, so she puts little Ricky down on his tummy. He doesn't look happy to go to bed. He looks like he's crying, but we don't hear anything. I like that we had, like, a real tight close-up, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some that glamour time. close-up? Yeah. yeah with was like, that their real baby? No. no. Uh, professional baby. Those are professional. It was a hired baby. baby. <laughs> I, too, am a professional baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I'm, I'm working towards that. That's my goal. Yeah, career. yeah. 
I like how they had a whispering fight over who Little Ricky, like, who his hair takes after. <laughs> yeah. Because but it's also a funny joke to play in black and white because it's like, can't tell. Right, right. right. Yeah. Well, and they both have very iconic hairdos. Yeah. Like, he has basically just a slicked back black hair. Well, it looked dark. Little Ricky's hair looked dark. So I thought, yeah, he takes after Ricky. And Lucy's right. like, no, he has my fake red hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I handed his hair. Yeah. <laughs> Little, yeah, that would be a tough look for a little boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ricky even knows that because then he's like, ay, 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 and he walks out of the room. He- we leave Ricky. That's the last time we see little Ricky, by the way. He's gone. Bye. He's gone. He's in that closet, in that bad bedroom. I'm so glad that Ricky has his own bedroom. Bye forever. <laughs> Until further to- notice, you remain in your bed. <laughs> also, the fact that it's connected to their bedroom. Yeah. So what's... What's the baby um, doing in this episode? I think he snuck out and saw a movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Babies day out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think he's meal planning for the week. Um, I think he's yeah. a responsible young baby. He is also, spoiler alert, not in the breakfast scene. That's when you, you would at least see a baby. Like, I believe, like... In a high chair or something. In a high chair, chilling. Doing what babies do. Yeah. You um, know, the I baby have... was not a bail. He was not a <laughs> professional baby had other places Yeah. Today. I mean, the baby has a very full and rich life. <laughs> And then we respect that. Yeah. So. He's not just a baby. He's a person, too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> respect that. Yeah, respect his identity outside of mm-hmm. just being a baby. He has boundaries, and he's really good about navigating yeah. them. So. I think and you need boundaries when you live with people like Lucy and Ricky, who just exude chaos. Like, you need to be like, I'm shutting the door. I have my own you thing right I, now. You know what I think he was doing during this episode was he was doing a TED Talk. Like, he's definitely... <laughs> a Teddy Talk? <laughs> the kid's version? A teddy Bear Talk? Where I think he's going to grow up to be Tony Robbins, where he's like a, a motivational speaker. <laughs> like, that's just the vibe I'm getting from that close-up. That's yeah, all I've got. Right. Oh, I personally think he's going to be a mischievous little whippersnapper, but that's just me. You can be both. You can yeah. do both. I mean, he's being raised in a very hijinkful household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that kid does not know how to tell the truth. No. No. <laughs> or communicate. No. <laughs> tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. But he knows how to pull a face. You know what I mean? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. It'll get him out of any mm-hmm. tight spot. So we pan across from Ricky's room to Lucy and Ricky's room to the living room, which was cool. I liked that. Yeah. Crazy some, camera work. Some, some real wild camera work. I know. D- didn't love the new bedroom, but you know, that's neither here nor there. The twin beds well the beds are so far and apart the, i don't decor, get it i was like why is she getting all bent out of shape about the living room like, like you need to work on your bedroom yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. get let's get real let's feng shui this this mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. energy is weird yeah but so as soon as they get into the living room she's just like Ugh, I my life. it's the exact same thing that they do in the other redecorating mm-hmm. where lucy and ethel both look at the furniture and go Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and like, and it's just- ugly coffee table Hideous couch. But at least it was just the coffee table and the couch this time. It yeah. wasn't everything. It was yeah. just these two pieces need to be changed. Outdated. Uh, Lucy wants to leave it up to Ethel to see if Ethel notices a difference. But Ricky sees right through that because he knows Lucy's been coaching her. Of course she has. Well, I noticed something. I have a theory. She goes, I'm sure Ethel Mertz would say... First of all, why are you using a full name? Like, we know who you're talking about. You and know then, Ethel. Soci- Ethel Mertz. <laughs> Mrs. Mertz in the next apartment. Society Dame Ethel Mertz. <laughs> she, but as soon as she uses the full name, right, right through the door, was that her cue? Ethel yes. was waiting to hear Mertz. And the Mertz. <laughs> she is a lady in the theater. She understands mm-hmm. how, to, how to hit her cue. This is an entrance. Right. It's like, that's weird. But also, I did like the little moment where she's trying to 
she's trying to convince Ricky how gross their their stuff is, and she's like, she sits turned away from him, and she won't even look at the furniture. Yeah. And and he's, what, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I, if we have to keep it, I don't have to look at it. And he kind of laughs at her joke. Like I thought that he was like, he was being sweet. He was right. on board with her game at that point. So I was like, this is nice. Maybe this might go a good place. Because it gets dark really fast. She also ripped the newspaper in half, which is weird. <laughs> That's yeah. not how you read a newspaper? No, but <laughs> it, it's not. But also, I wonder how they said it. Because did, was it like pre-torn? I don't know. No. It was pretty clean. Yeah, it was. She's a really strong woman. Yeah. Uh, Just always hits that mark. <laughs> Ethel and Fred come in. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Ethel does like kind of a half spider's. When she says the exact same thing that Lucy says. I know. Why'd they use the same phrase? (laughs) (laughs) Because we had to know that Lucy had coached her. But then when Ricky lets on that he knows that it was all staged, then she goes like, ooh, half spiders. The the performance has been canceled. That showbiz talk (laughs) from that showbiz man. (laughs) Lucy calls Ricky a tightwad. Send your tightwad. Which I didn't even know was in common use back then. Tightwad? Yeah. Or is it in common use today? I don't know where tightwad fits in the vernacular. Yeah, it feels like, it almost feels like something like from, I want to say like Greece, the movie, not the country, but like. <laughs> <laughs> feels Grecian. The yeah, Empire. Grecian. <laughs> <Josh> <laughs> <Revolta> is Grecian. <laughs> if it always refers to being a cheapskate. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Do you have any linguists? I think it's you keep your fist very tight around a wad of cash. <laughs> oh, mm. That's like my that. theory. I, I'm into it. Oh Books. my god. Okay, you're not gonna believe this. What? So origin and history of tightwad. Parsimonious person from the nineteen hundreds. It's tight in the figurative sense of close fisted plus oh. wad. Oh, the notions of stringency and avarice also combine in modern Greek sphictos. I said Greek. Greedy, <laughs> literally tight. I said Greek. It has a Greek etymology. I mean, etymology. I... Wow, that is nuts. Are you a witch? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's October. <laughs> so we find out that Lucy already bought the furniture. It's for two ninety nine. Yeah. What a deal. Still. But also, this is like exactly what happened. <laughs> no, she already did the thing. She's just trying to not get in trouble for something yeah. she's already done. Do yeah. you think the writers room the first time around was like, we have so many great pitches about what we could do, and it's like, let's just do it again? Maybe? I don't know. No, I think she. this was around her pregnancy and giving birth, and that she was, was sick of the furniture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like in real life. In real like, life. But again, I have to feel like we talked about this last time, but... Like, why do we need an episode around it? Just be like, we got a new couch. Anyway. Like. <laughs> yeah, you don't necessarily have to justify it. No. I also feel like these episodes like start to bleed into them being rich people. And yeah. the mention of money in it is so interesting that they keep being like, 299 $2.99, $2.99. That's still a lot of money to me right now. How much yeah. money was that? back then that they were spending and then it's, I think it's like probably to, like, to their audience well the thing that I think is weird is they talk a lot about money and he's very business oriented yeah he's all about budgets and he's all about whatever and I think my takeaway at the end of this show was everything's made up of the points don't matter it's <laughs> just him deciding to enforce power over her yes which like doesn't really it that's doesn't like come where to it's anything. like I was like this is emotional abuse <laughs> <laughs> and also there were a lot of jokes about 
her being beaten in this episode. Or shot yeah. in the head. Shot in the head. Bloody head, yeah. Well, I, like, I don't like the sight of blood. Like, I think as a kid, I was always like, oh my god, this is the one where she gets hit, isn't it? Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she does it. You really thought that watching it? Oh, yeah. Like, when I was younger, for sure. And there was also a Mad TV sketch on I Love Lucy where it was that she, Lucy would actually get beat. I could be misremembering it. There were a couple modern day I Love Lucy sketches, <laughs> but it's just like, this was one of those. I was like, <gasps> Is she gonna be okay? Wow. We have Fred comes to Ricky's rescue when he looks for a price tag. Because he's like, I think the furniture looks great. Shut up, Fred. (laughs) The two of them do a fist bump after the ladies leave the room. (laughs) Bros being bros. It was. It's like, isn't it gross how men stick together? (laughs) So then the next scene, we see the new furniture. It's okay. It's fine. It's very trendy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of the moment. Yeah. And she has, she shows it to Ethel, and Ethel's ooing and aahing. What color do we think it was? Great. Beige. I thought it was like a tan. Oh, I wanted to say it was like a sky blue. I thought it was a rose color. Oh, interesting. The eyes. Beating the eyes. I'm the least clever. I go, it's gray because we're watching a black and white show. (laughs) Well, you're not wrong. It was, in fact, gray. (laughs) So Ethel comes in, and Lucy's immediate reaction is, Ethel, where have you been? And Ethel's like, I had some shopping to do. Like, get off my back. <laughs> Living my life. Leave <laughs> Ethel alone. I'm sorry she can't just come at your beck and call every single time. How many fights do you think they have off screen of just, not the actors, but the characters of just, I called you 20 times and, like, you only answer on the 21st time. If you're not going to be my friend, then maybe we just shouldn't talk. There are definitely those girls in middle school who got those two halves of a heart best friend yes. classes and yeah. fight over, like, if someone took it off for gym class. Mm-hmm. It's like, how dare mm-hmm. you? How dare probably a lot of ice outs where they weren't talking where they see each other in the hallway but they don't acknowledge each other mm-hmm. <laughs> or Lucy's mm-hmm. like I'm going to hang out with Carolyn yeah bye <laughs> and then they're hanging out outside of the apartment building and then one of them comes out and then the other two just run away <laughs> I'm talking to her definitely <laughs> we're going to buy cigarettes yeah bye <laughs> I'm I love Fred <laughs> you can come love you bye <laughs> I love their codependence. (laughs) I mean, she's kind of the Gretchen Wieners to Lucy's Regina George. Oh, for Mm -hmm. sure. And I would love us to see the moment. Maybe we should just kill Caesar from (laughs) Ethel. I'm waiting for it. I think it's building. I think also that Ethel is older. She can get a kick out of it more. I have nothing to lose here. I'm living vicariously. Yeah. Nothing to lose. (laughs) Oh, no. They decide to make this plan where she's like, what are you going to do when he comes home? He's like, if you leave this beautiful furniture here, he's going to be mad. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I don't want a hole in my head. If you take this stuff out and you leave a big hole in the room, it's like, well, it's better than a hole, hole in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They decide to hide the new sectionals in the kitchen. Normal. <laughs> They're able to get two in, but the third they're not able to get in. And then... Well, when they try to pick it up, they go from either end of the couch and it splits in the middle. True. That was a cool fun little... Sectional humor. Yeah. Yeah. We're sectional just becoming a thing that they're like, you guys! <laughs> this <laughs> is wild! This is hilarious! <laughs> Did you know you could have it in pieces? <laughs> Are sectional sofas cool? Right? At this point, I couldn't tell. I think they started to become cool. I'm just picturing Don Draper and those conversation pits with sectionals lining mm-hmm. the whole entire room. I like, want a conversation pit, so... just want a fondue pot to be introduced into this apartment. Like that's what <laughs> oh, yeah. Saying. And then they start doing LSD and swinging. Swinging, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots of big bowls of watches. If yeah. You know <laughs> so when... At the beginning, when Ethel was about to sit down and Lucy wanted to prevent her, I was really nervous that Lucy was going to pull out some plastic. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't Just, know. like, cover it up. I feel like this is the time. 
where yeah. we cover our furniture because yeah. it's too nice. Yeah. So Apple makes a joke about what's going to happen to Lucy when Ricky comes home and beats her. Mm-hmm. He's, she's like, why don't you sell tickets? It'll be like the worst oh, right. fight since Dempsey and Willard. And this is called the worst beating in boxing history. <gasps> so it's like a topical sports reference. Fights. Very, boxing is very hip. So that would be like the time. Connor Mayweather. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the updated joke. And that's funny for a wife to say about her husband. <laughs> it's so weird to me that they're making these jokes and trying to get laughs about domestic violence. It and just you get laughs. Like no one's yeah. like, oh, are you okay? <laughs> like, I mean like twice if you need to see. I, I love dark humor. I just don't think that it would fly today i don't think any of this would work he never really gets ruffled even in this episode like there's not even a spanking incident more disturbing yeah that he's just like no i'm not mad i'm just gonna fix this like so calculating yeah yeah so she's like oh it'll be fine i'll set up the card table in the living room as a dining room Mm -hmm. and he'll never notice (laughs) ethel's like you can put the old furniture back in and lucy's like no i sold that for the down payment so she knows something about money commerce. management. Yeah, like I was like, that's good. I, I mean, it's like when you trade in your iPhone. Yeah, like in the. I mean, <laughs> it's but again, that's Upgrade. like just like the redecorating yeah, episode because she had she got rid of the furniture. Yeah, too. Or it was, or she was selling it to the like salesman yeah. guy that comes yeah. to your house. She's just a little bit too overzealous. Yeah, she just wants things now. So Lucy's plan is to have dinner served on the card table in the living room and have everything out there so that she doesn't have to go into the kitchen. She can't go into the kitchen because it's blocked. So she sets everything up and Ricky comes home and the first thing he notices is the furniture is missing, obviously. But Lucy's doing a pretty convincing job of lying about it, I think. And then they both pull out chairs for each other, which I thought was, was so sweet. Thank you. And then it does sound like, no disrespect, she made some miscalculations in terms of what you usually need on a table when you have a meal. <laughs> yeah, she she literally said, I'll have everything out on the table so just in case. And then she did not have everything out on that table. No butter. No and butter. she put bread out. Like, what did you think I was going to happen? No steak well, knives. Well, the best part was when Ricky asked for butter, she reacted like it was the craziest. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> like your Cuban dishes, yeah, bread and butter. Cuban dishes. <laughs> butter on bread, please. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's, it's a tiny victory for Lucy in that she's kind of gaslighting Ricky. Of being like, What? Eating bread and mm-hmm. butter? You're crazy. And yeah. I was like, that's an interesting role reversal. I thought that it. the joke was going to go that she was like, no, your health. Like, mm. you have to watch your body. Yeah, she should have pulled that with the salt, with the too, salt, I too. thought. Was yeah. That was all a thing in the 50s? No. Right? Yeah, so. they were just like, no more butter. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> they butter yeah, a carb? <laughs> they didn't know about butter or salt or any yeah. of that. Every time that Lucy needs to get something, she has to go across to Ethel's. And she goes through Ethel's apartment. To get to her kitchen. I don't totally understand the layout of that building. They're How does like, she come in through the outside? I think they have a balcony. They that do have a balcony, both, yeah. So they can oh. run across the balcony between. So she goes through. We see what a quiet night in the life of the Mertz family is like. By the way, that apartment was so depressing. Yeah. <laughs> like every time they cut to it, I was just like. <gasps> it was. I don't know how it looked so chaotic and depressing <laughs> at the same time. And just. 
crazy people live there. <laughs> and you only see it for two seconds every time. Was it giving you, like, like, a Great Gardens vibe? Yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, was there a floral wallpaper? Yeah, like a dark and floral. It was, it was all very dark and, like, it was chiaroscuro, <laughs> if you will. Like, oh, where hello. Like, a lot of contrast with, like, the darks and the lights. It's so blinding compared to, like, and then they go up to Lucy's and I was like, oh, it's so cute. And, like, right. That furniture does look great. <laughs> She's right. You go, girl. Yeah, she needs that. I just like the idea that Fred and Ethel are just having a quiet night at home. They're both sitting in their chairs reading, and then Lucy's just bouncing back and forth. Reading is fundamental, so yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I yeah. Reading. I would have liked to see the third time she comes in. Fred's like, okay, no, we've talked about boundaries. Like, you cannot be <laughs> bursting into here. Like, yeah, but Fred and Ethel do it to their apartment. To yeah, yeah. True. I want to see an episode of Intervention with this crew. <laughs> Like, we are all here because we care about you, and we just can't continue. We need to set healthy boundaries. teaching you about personal space. I want to know how the stage was set up at the time, because I don't think it was, like, a pre-tape situation. So did they have the Ricardo's apartment built next to the Mertz's apartment, Mm -hmm. and was the audience watching her do this, like, big loop? Because she is in pretty good shape then. Missing salt, missing butter. Missing a steak knife, and Lucy's like, "You can just just bite into the steak. It's that good for you." Hilarious. I was like, "I it think it's good that's... for your teeth. Like yeah. it's definitely bad for your teeth." <laughs> and it looks overcooked. I it don't know did, much about yeah. Me, but... but he said it looked good, so I think Ricky just prefers well done because he's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> With ketchup. Well, he no. literally turns Ugh. into a monster because when he goes to look for the salt and realizes he can't get in the kitchen. Oh yeah. Did you see his little demon face? He just We're... really looked like he was about to have some fun. Yeah. And he yeah. he runs and he sits down and he's like, I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, that was John so good. <laughs> but also, are you talking about the part when he goes into the kitchen? Yeah, and then he sneaks into the kitchen. But when he jumped into the kitchen, I was like, oh, I love these two together. <laughs> yeah. They are so equally matched. He's willing to play her games. I'm back on board. Jumped into this thing, climbed. Wasn't just like, oh, I figured out what was wrong and yells at her. He's like, no, I'm going to play too. Like, yeah. 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 Like, two can play at that mm-hmm. game. I see you now. But then he was really scary when he confronts her he's hiding behind the door and he's yeah like, and she screams Lucy. yeah <laughs> well, he hilarious jumped out at her the most impressive part of the episode i thought was once ricky scares her he chases her and the two of them make it over the furniture onto the sink through the w- kitchen window through the window onto the table onto the chair onto the floor and nobody falls <laughs> Very acrobatic. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like it sounds like little Ricky's gonna be an athlete. That's all. Oh saying. yeah. So then he basically he finds out what's going on. Right. And he's peeved. He doesn't to go say good. the least. He's, so he's not, not excited about this new furniture, and so he says, "Since I'm paying for it, I'm gonna keep it at my office. You don't get to have it until you pay for it." Okay. He uses them too. So two ninety nine in nineteen fifty three would equal two thousand seven hundred and forty one dollars in twenty seventeen. That's so much money. And then money. it was really sad when she was like, "I'll be an old lady before I can pay you back." That's so mean. <laughs> It'll take me forever to pay two thousand dollars back. Well, yeah. it was like he's the parent and he's teaching her a lesson. Right. Yeah. How big is his office in the club? Right. Can that he can fit like yeah. yeah. He suggests economizing, and Lucy agrees. Yeah, he says no more extravagances. Extravagances, right? Mm-hmm. And Lucy agrees, but when she seats him, she sticks her tongue out behind him. Mm-hmm. So devilish. Yeah. Yeah. And, and kind of childish, which makes sense because he's treating her like a child. Right. Well, uh, the concept of allowance, I think, is also just like, 
we have to call it allowance. Yeah. She's keeping the house in order and she needs money for clothes and you won't let her work. In the morning, Lucy is making Ricky breakfast and she's decided to take his advice to economize. So she serves him one small egg. It's a, like a shot glass of orange juice. Correct. Yeah. She doesn't have the fanciest coffee pot I've ever seen. So it's time for the percolator. <laughs> it's time for the percolator. <laughs> and I'm like, girl needs to get a K-cup or something mm-hmm. for economizing. <laughs> well, Mr. Coffee, whatever. Don't need like a silver. She, I think she should have sold everything in the house and been like, ooh, <laughs> like, yeah. Just like the. This strategy really reminded me of Lucy's schedule because totally. I think Lucy's play is every time Ricky tries to teach her a lesson, she will turn it around and try to make him miserable so that he learns that it's a bad idea to teach her a lesson. Look yeah. what you made me do. Look <laughs> <laughs> what you made me do. Look what That's you just accurate. made me do. Taylor That's Swift. Of the Taylor I'm going to let you finish, <laughs> but Lucy had the greatest budget of all time. <laughs> time budget. Money budget. This is where Lucy lost me. I'm going to be, I was not on Team Lucy from the last, like, ten minutes on. Yeah. Because that's a girl who has to live on a budget and doesn't have a husband. You don't have to get your hair done all the time. And you can re-wear a dress. I don't care. Agreed. You have so many nice dresses. Re-wear one. So, Style it differently. I don't care. I was just... What was the occasion that she so, needed the dress for? So the Carols are throwing a party. Bob Carroll. Oh, that's funny. The head writer. At the club. They were doing a party at the club. They're doing a party and... I think it's a different time, to be honest. And I do think that there is a society standard of yeah. showing up. To like, I think people would have been like, he couldn't even get her a new dress. Right, yeah. I, I think it's it. it's definitely more of a, like a, status. a stigma attached. Yeah. Well, he's, but it's okay. his business, and he doesn't care. That's true. I mean, he's not going to be embarrassed by it. Right. But or it is. he would be like... Look at my ugly wife and these outfits because she needed a couch. And by the way, the couch is here at the club. <laughs> See, I don't really buy that, but I don't. She could have pulled a Scarlett O'Hara and just Put the turned couch. the couch into yeah. <laughs> the old couch into a dress. Yeah. So she agrees to not get a perm and not get a new dress. Yes. Well, it's like after so much haggling. Because also, she's destroyed one of his old suits. So he's run the tab up another $100. So she's now in the whole $399. I'm sorry, if he's buying $100 suits mm-hmm. and $299 is what it costs for a couch that you'll use, that everyone will use for years, then you are spending far too much on your suits, mm-hmm. Ricky. I think my problem is why is his dry cleaning coming out of her allowance? Yes. Because True. if he wants his suits to go to the dry cleaner, then he shouldn't be making her pay for them she's saying i'm looking at the budget as a whole and trying to trim well i think her allowance was everything the house and her stuff right not just her hair and makeup yeah like it's food it's food it's everything furniture because he was like take it out of your allowance and then she was like i'm saving money on this egg and he was like don't starve me to death also that close-up of that egg i was like it looks like an egg yeah that's a (laughs) sized egg it looks like a perfectly fine egg i guess like he was supposed to normally have like what five eggs (laughs) ricky eats five eggs the tiny bite of sausage was not proportional to the normal size yeah right just this one and then the toast was just a little square that she cut out of a piece of bread i like that yeah and in the next scene we see that she's trying to make her own dress yes yeah, so she's cutting out fabric with a razor blade <laughs> i thought it was like manicure scissors she, she tried, tried. Oh, okay. they're too tiny oh, okay so now she's doing a razor blade she's put it on the ground 
She's cutting with a razor blade and she's got her perm in her hair and Ethel comes in to check on her and she's rented a sewing machine. So you can't do everything yourself because you got to spend a little bit of money. And on, and on material. Like she had to buy the fabric. Mm-hmm. She went to mood. <laughs> she took it to mood. It's like kind of more expensive to make your own dress. Yeah. The time. The yeah. emotional toll price yeah. is high. She found this awesome sale furniture. She couldn't find a sale dress. Like, right. Okay. Okay. So she's trying to teach herself how to sew because I guess she doesn't know. She's like, okay, so first you have to thread the bobbin. Uh huh. What's the bobbin? The thing's like bobbing up yeah, and down. Thing. It's bobbing up and down. Yeah, that's wrong. That's <laughs> Can we go back a beat? Because I want to. I want to honor the fact that Lucy really did a good job of negotiating mm-hmm. um, that moment where she's like. She tried all her different tactics, and she's like, okay, well, you have to at least give me that money back that you were going to charge me for that suit, and I'm not going to do the perm, and I'm not going to do... Like, she tried every different yeah. option. I really wish she had stuck to her guns, like, a little bit. I, it was just an old suit, I'm sorry, and, like, I wish she had just been like, no, tit for tat. But then, then she's just like, okay, if I... What if I just get my perm done, then I get it, and then I make my dress? No. And then it was, like, vice versa. No. And I then, mean, because I am always... I am Ricky to my own Lucy being like, no, yeah. you can't have it. We all no, have to be You can't get your hair done. No. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, girl, life's tough. Yeah. No, Just I gotta trim a little bit. Just whenever I'm making a money decision now, I'm gonna picture a little Ricky on my shoulder and a little <laughs> Lucy and it can be the angel and the devil. Oh my god, that's so right. Just like put a picture of Ricky in your wallet and just be like, yeah. no. You don't Extravagance. You don't Extravagance. need it. <laughs> but also, she'll be even after not spending that money on those things. Like, was she about to blow $300 on a dress and a perm? I bet I you it's, like, so. no dresses or perms for a, a month. while. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how often does one get a perm? The only thing I know about perms I know from Legally Blonde, so. So yeah. she's kind of mean to Ethel when she's making this dress. She's like, can you leave? Which I thought was a bit extra. I thought it was the writers trying to protect the idea that Ethel is a competent seamstress yeah and if she was around then the dress would have turned out way better oh interesting so they they needed to for her to exit oh see i thought i took it as like oh lucy wants ethel to be proud of her when she asked her to leave that's sweet that's That's kind of how i interpret let me do this and then i'll show you when i'm done and i'm so excited for to show you it felt like she was being a pill like don't tell me what to do i'm gonna figure this out myself I mean, she just wanted to be independent. I I get that. There are some times where, there are a lot of times where I want to do something and someone's like, can I come with you? And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So Lucy has her dress on and she comes out to model it for Ethel. And it's a little wonky. It's not great. The collar's not Not on straight. One of the sleeves. The was a choice to yeah. begin with. Even if that collar <laughs> yeah. was on straight, I don't know. So the one of the sleeves is longer than the other one. It's just too tight in some places, and then too loose in the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. like that whole like middle seam in the, in, the, in general was not a flattering look. Right. It was just it, completely uh, asymmetrical. There was yeah. nothing balanced about it. There was no middle. No, yeah. it looked like an inside seam. Yeah. Like she she screwed up. Yeah. Almost certainly she well, screwed she up. She screwed up. I, yeah, I think she screwed up a lot of places in that. But honestly, I looked at it and I was like, I think that Ethel could have fixed it. Totally. She could cut the sleeves. Like, they could do a short sleeve dress or or the the three-quarter that one of the sleeves was. It looks like the dress in Pretty in Pink. Ooh, mm-hmm. good yeah, call. She could have done that. Just do, do some exposed shoulder 
fix it. So then when Ethel sees it and she's, she goes, Lucy worked awful hard and she just cracks up and I'm like, I'm pretty sure she's breaking. Yeah, <laughs> she looks so yeah. ridiculous. I also liked how much shade she was throwing to Lucy's face but then tried to defend her to the boys because she was like, Lucy's like, what do you think? And she's like, I give up. What is it? <laughs> and then she's like, but I made it with my own two hands. She's like, it looks like you made it with your own two feet. <laughs> like fire. And that's like what a true friend is, is making fun of, poking fun at you but also defending but you. But also defending yeah. you everyone else. Yeah. I liked how she was just like hiding behind Ethel, just like creeping behind oh, her I when know. the boys came in. And she totally forgot that she had set her own perm. It was supposed to be in for what, 20 minutes? And yes. she left it in for four hours. Five. Five hours. But she looks so ridiculous. They were all laughing at her so much. The audience had such a strong reaction to her afro. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah. Fred calls her Little Orphan Annie. Yeah. It had to be a wig, right? There's no way she let them do that. It kind of looked teased. Yeah, it did look teased. Yeah. So. They're la- they're so mean to her. Like she was really trying to make Yeah. Like she was trying so hard to do what Ricky asked and to do stuff herself and it just didn't work out. But here's the life lesson we learned from this. If you look ridiculous enough, you can do anything. Like your husband will let you do anything. Yeah. <laughs> if it affects your appearance, or if you, he'll let yeah. you do whatever you want. Question. Or if you pretend to suffer enough. Yeah. 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 Question. Does anyone think that she botched it on purpose? knowing he would be oh, like sure. okay fine like she suffered $300 worth of suffering I, I don't think that is the best dress she could have I think, I think she yeah. made a terrible dress intentionally yeah oh, that's fair I, I think would, the hair was a mistake but yes. like I think the dress was was on purpose that's what I was gonna say I think maybe the dress was on purpose but there's no way she would jeopardize her precious hair right. for well, a she could just take the dress off she stuck with that hair well, but is she? Because can't you just rinse out a permanent 24 hours? Oh, if we learn one thing from Legally Blonde, yeah, 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 you can't take a shower right after your perm. Yeah, for like a day. So if she just hopped in the shower right away, the chemicals would be ineffective. Science, man. L Woods yeah. coming in hot. The rules of hair care are finite and simple. <laughs> Any Cosmo girl would have known. So the end gag is that Ricky forgives her, says that she can have the furniture. She and looks like a chrysanthemum. Yeah, There's a, there a lot of flower humor that I didn't understand. Where were the other ones? Well, he was like, yeah, well, you can just put her in the flower show. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I was like, this is a lot of laughs on chrysanthemums, which feels like a niche flower to me. <laughs> so perhaps it was the trendy flower at the, the time. time. Yeah, but yeah. Right now it's like peonies. Peonies, yeah. They she does hard. look like peony, too. Um, I think thing. in terms of sick burns... I love how Fred cho- chooses to come in the hottest, being like she looks like a stack of potatoes tied in the middle. And oh I'm like, God. dude, like, she did- you look like that every day. <laughs> you look like one giant potato. <laughs> like, you are a potato person. You are the muse behind this look. Yeah. So stop. She didn't even look like that, though. She no, didn't no. look like a, like the dress had a shape and was tight in random places. You'd be like the nicest judge on America's Next Project Runway. I can tell she tried. <laughs> My favorite show. Yeah, you guys watch America's Next Project Runway. America's Next Project Runway. Yeah. I can tell she tried. Yeah. What would Tim Gunn say about this dress? Make it work. <laughs> She's like, oh, this concerns me. He just walks out. He'd be like, walk with enough sass and you could get away with anything. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I think it kind of frustrated me that it was like, oh, no, you can go. You can have all the things you want. I'm like, what was the point of all this? This is so unnecessarily stressful. Yeah. Well, in terms of identifying patterns that we've seen before, with we talked about this on the last episode, a lot of these episodes end with a pretty big financial burden. Yeah. 
Yeah. They've agreed to, she's made a mistake, so it's cost them a lot of money. Yeah. They've broken TVs, gone to jail and need bail money. I don't know. And like hired a nanny or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or a maid. So this is just another one in the string of, I think every week Lucy just costs them $300 with her pranks. <laughs> What is the price of hygiene? The hygiene budget <laughs> needs to be readjusted. Yeah, I think that's what we're learning. And they I downsize just so they can have more hygiene. Right. I like also that she very strategically buries the lead on the rug. She's mm-hmm. like, you forgive me for everything, right? We're all good. We're all good. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> and then she's just like cut out an entire part of their carpet. Yeah. I think she could just glue that back onto yeah, the floor. This huge problem that is really only a problem if I point out the fact that I cut a giant piece of the rug out. Just put the coffee table over it. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like shows don't talk about money this much. But maybe the Mick reminded me of Lucy because it's so much about money. And Mm -hmm. it's it's a rich family trying to learn how to be poor. Yeah. No one caters to the idea of budgets this much for for so much humor. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's why it's fun to watch in these trying times. (laughs) In terms of crazy hair on sitcoms, Mm -hmm. I'm remembering the episode of Friends where Phoebe gives Monica a haircut, uh-huh. and she said she wanted Demi more, and she gives her Dudley, Dudley more. Uh-huh. Right. And it, there's also the more Monica hair humor when she goes, it's frizzing. And it's huge. Yeah. yeah. But her hair was the biggest gag of the, of the episode. Yeah. Right, uh, yeah. And then they kind of undercut it with the, like, and a rug. <laughs> On the rug. Also a rug, am I right? <laughs> well, here's my concern. So was the party that night? What did she end up doing? Right? Did she go out and get a new dress and go get a perm? Was there enough yeah. time? Did she wear a bonnet? I think she did. A nice did. fascinator? Because Ricky said she could, so I think she did, probably. There, there was a lesson in it that I feel like is still universally true, that there's nothing more powerful or terrifying to a man than a woman crying. So if she just, like, is like, ah, and he's like, whatever you want, whatever you yeah. want is fine, honey, I'm so sorry. Like, Will and Grace did that in an episode recently. Oh, really? Not an episode recently, in, in episode three that I was watching the, the other The night. part that's confusing is that they're now back on. It, yeah. <laughs> but it was like, it was, she... Uh, Will says she's a bad businesswoman. She's signing a mortgage to buy her new studio. Uh-huh. And she basically just cries her way into a really low price. And I was like, that's so smart. Mm-hmm. So smart. There's definitely like a running around kind of thing that I've seen in a sitcom before where oh, she's like, going through the apartment over and over. I think yeah. there's a, a a repetitive physical gag like that. I almost wonder if it's funnier on um, a live action show because you have the audience laughing at them running. Right. Mm-hmm. There's that famous Fresh Prince of Bel Air where he's, I think it's Carlton is running around the entire set and, and he like runs into the audience and he's like, why? And it's like, uh, it's just that energy of seeing someone run, the audience laughing that makes it funnier at home. Mm-hmm. Don't know if it would be as funny if it was just a take with. Like a single camera. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it plays on the idea that this is just like a play that's being yeah. broadcast. Like it's live action theater. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of things are funnier when you're with other people watching in like oh, a yeah. live setting, you know? I also, the moment where they're all laughing at her and they're all trying to not break, like it felt like those great sketches on SNL when everyone's actually laughing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so good app. Yeah. I like the other one better. Yeah, me too. More hijinks. Um, less domestic violence. Yeah, less jokes. Threats. See, I, I'm more so mad at Lucy yeah, for being able to ethel. just, like, make bad financial decisions and it never catches up with her. Like, she doesn't have credit card debt because she can't get a credit card. <laughs> That's true. I Yeah, I think the the realism, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's not there, but it's I don't also think it's a unreasonable sitcom. for the person you share a bank account with to be like, hey, can you not spend... Th- 
$3,000 without telling me. Like, I know he's being yeah, gross. you're supposed to have, like, a cap of, like, what you can spend without telling the other person. Yeah. I just was like, I know Ricky's being kind of scary, but, like, I'd be mad, too. <laughs> Maybe I'm a Ricky. Yeah, I think you're a Ricky. I think you are a Ricky. Today. Yeah. Today. Financially a Ricky. Financially a Ricky. Fiscally Ricky. <laughs> Socially Lucy. I don't have the income. Socially Ethel. <laughs> yeah, I'm an I'm an Ethel Ricky hybrid for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like yeah, socially ethel because I just like to observe people and then subtly manipulate them. <laughs> That's the truest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I'm a Ricky because I like it to be all about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Lucy is like someone who forces people's hands overtly with hijinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've been a Lucy and I've been an Ethel. Yeah. It's way easier on the Ethel side. Lower more stakes. fun. Yeah, lower stakes, more fun. Well, I just feel like being an Ethel means that you have to be game for everything even when you don't want to be. But then you can also be like, I'm in my apartment, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm not in this episode. <laughs> I'm not in this episode. <laughs> I'll show up for one scene. Yeah. If you get to, if you're an Ethel who gets to negotiate the terms of her contract, then yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. That's yeah. the dream. Okay, so Sarah, where can our fans and friends find you for the second time? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram. Um, at F Sarah and um, yeah if anyone wants to donate to my birthday Amnesty International fundraising gala it's all online you don't have to put pants on um, and the link is in my Instagram bio what Hashtag. if they what if they did make you put pants on to donate to that I mean, <laughs> that's bio. very invasive <laughs> they were like alright you want to give us $100 show us a photo and a timestamp. Yeah. let us know you're wearing pants <laughs> right now yeah, they're very strict at International. <laughs> and where can our fans and friends find us? Uh, you can find us on Instagram at We Love Lucy Podcast. On Twitter at We Love Lucy Pod. And then you can email us all thoughts and feelings at We Love Lucy Pod at gmail.com. Also, we're on Facebook, We Love Lucy Podcast. Okay, Lucy's. See you next time. Bye. Stay frugal. Bye. <laughs>